0: good morning and welcome to big talk we bring you college sports with a midwest perspective we are blue collar and blue blood i am sam sprunger i am not dalton shetler <laughs> uh but he he's working in cancun that's a tough uh, work assignment but uh going in for him tony tony how are we doing today
1: doing great I mean I don't know if I'm up as putting in as much hard work as Dalton working in Cancun I mean that's
0: yeah, yeah let's oof. oh it's tough oh he told me he's like I'm gonna be out because I'm gonna be working in Cancun I'm like you're a liar you're not working anywhere man you know
1: <laughs> you know how many tears are just welling up right now oh for well I, like feel how for him. Bad I
0: feel for I feel for feel like, for him you know it's 28 degrees here and he's standing in a bucket <laughs> hat and shorts right on the beach probably enjoying a mimosa (laughs) (laughs) well i know i know he is really actually doing some work because uh because it's feast week as they call it it's feast week the uh what is it the worldwide leader in sports is what they call this week uh that's what they call this week because uh you know obviously the holidays are going they're up and rolling uh they uh you know but we also have a ton of things going on we have college football has their rivalry week it's always the last week of the season we've got some uh some big rivalries uh in the big 10 uh not as big as none as big as the game as uh, or I, and i can't we we can't say the game right because didn't ohio state patent the uh they trademarked it yes trademarked it that's what it is not patented but they trademarked it so you, you have to call it the game Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got still that. refuse to. Yeah, I do, I, know, I do it to team. every other team. I'm like, no, it's <laughs> it's the
1: Michigan State Spartans, you know. I I never I never <laughs> gave Ohio state that credit. Uh
0: but so we have uh then we have uh a lot of happening in the basketball world. A lot of Big 10 teams pay, taking uh part of in preseason tournaments. Uh this is the season 4 preseason tournaments. Obviously, mm-hmm. you've got the Maui tournament. Uh, I, w- I had some vested interest in that, uh, but you had uh, you have the fight for Atlantis or the battle for Atlantis or, you know, there's just there's so many. They're almost like bowl games, but they're a lot more fun because they matter. <laughs> they matter a lot more. Yeah. and And not in the case or not in the aspect of whether you win or lose, but you get to play some teams that you wouldn't normally see. And they're better better teams you know Mm -hmm. uh, you sign up for a tournament and you might get uh the maui tournament because they have to do these in advance you know they have to book these out years in advance or at least a couple of years in advance In advanced so you know the maui tournament had four of the top seven teams in in the country playing and that's what what you sign up for when you get there you might get some of those teams that will make you better for march and uh, just ask tom enzo how that works i know
1: you know as as somebody who follows michigan state basketball it's always so annoying because it's like man you know tom we we could be that team we started out as number four in the country if you if you kind of take some of the cupcake wins you could potentially do it but i understand the reasoning because you know later on in the season michigan state's going to be probably the most if not one of the most battle-tested teams when it comes to when it comes to March and when it's t- when it matters the most so well and if you
0: think oh sorry I didn't mean to cut you off go ahead I know you're
1: gonna say I can't hate up. on the process too much but as a fan it's like man we we, we could look good too at the, at the same
0: time doing it. well and uh an undefeated season I just watched uh you know what we'll get back to that we'll get yeah. back let's get to football we're wrapping up the football season we're getting into the final week of the regular season one of the big 10 championship spots is taken up already guess who it is Tony the it's Iowa, Iowa. everybody knew it was going to be Iowa come on right without
1: Brian Ferentz
0: and without
1: quarterback? uh quarterback
0: oh yeah um Cade, Cade McNamara Cade McNamara has been out he hurt himself well he didn't hurt himself but he got hurt he's,
1: he's been, been out, out for, for a couple of weeks,
0: weeks now well, actually, about a month, I, th- I believe it was. It was the beginning of or right at the end of October when he got hurt, and kind of that's when we all wondered what is going to happen to Iowa. And mm-hmm. now they play. They play this afternoon at noon yeah. in a useless. And I use that because they've already clinched. They don't have to win like last year. They had to beat Nebraska to to get to the uh, championship game, and they lost. Mm-hmm. Now they can lose to Nebraska. Not that they want to, but they can. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to worry about uh, not getting to Indy. They're going to Indy as the last West division champion. Yep. And what's crazy too
1: is have you noticed what Iowa's record is? Uh right now it's eight and two or eight
0: and nine and two. Sorry.
1: Yeah. They could potentially, if they win at Nebraska, they could go ten and two. Their only losses to Penn State, where they got absolutely destroyed, housed, mm-hmm. and a Minnesota game because again, Big Ten West. Why
0: not have just a one Minnesota big game, game. game because <laughs> Iowa is Iowa?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> and here's the other crazy part too that I don't, I don't know if you and Dalton have touched on it. Uh, how crazy is it? That now, at, as we're coming to the end of the season, you know more than likely whoever Iowa faces in the Big Ten championship, you know they're going to lose. What do you think, Kirk? How dare com- you? We already know what's going to happen. <laughs> how how ahead, do you sorry. think Kirk? How do you think Kirk Ferentz is going to come up to his bosses when they say, "Okay, your son is obviously fired because"? Well, oh, they've already announced that our, too. Because you did not meet our contractual obligations of you know reaching this amount of points. How much you want to bet Kirk is going to go? How many how many teams fire their offensive coordinator because their team went ten and two in a season after I, being I, abysmal the year and before? As the
0: AD or president of Iowa, whoever he might be talking to, it would be because most of their defenses didn't win their games for them when <laughs> um when 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 the punt return. Got called back which is a ridiculous still a ridiculous call the the yes. uh cooper de uh punt return where he made no above the head wave but right. they called him for false uh or an inadvertent uh uh fair catch fair and then catch. advancement which is not a penalty it's just dead ball right and so from that point they were there was still a minute and 20 seconds and they only had to drive like 20 yards and they packed it in like the, the announcers packed it in hmm they're like well that killed our killed our shot it was 12 to 10 <laughs> like you 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 need to drive like 20 yards and kick a field goal and you win That's, that's that is why brian ferens is being let go yeah and not being brought back because they can't drive 20 yards to try to kick a field goal that's the issue yeah which is which is crazy it it but is it, it absolutely is and they uh they take on nebraska today like i said at, at noon on cbs they uh they in it's in lincoln mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. excuse me the other game that's today uh is a home game for the home team but yet they're playing it into detroit at ford field uh mm-hmm. penn state number 11 penn state goes to uh detroit at ford field to play the michigan state spartans michigan state kind of limp in home they're fin- go, they're mm-hmm. gonna try to maybe maybe cap off a a season of uncertainty and the roller coaster that they rode uh yep. with maybe a big upset to uh you know maybe look forward to things going forward from here uh then they can start looking for a head coach um mm-hmm. which which I haven't I, I I heard something and I thought well that's not a bad idea but uh you know th- they're trying to wrap it up and get out of town you know, yeah. they're trying to get to the po- the the end of the season and start rebuilding and getting ready for next year. They've got to try to retain those players that they've got mm-hmm. uh, and not let them hit the portal. <laughs> yes. You know, any of the, hit the portal because they're going to want to hire somebody as soon as they possibly can. Uh, mm-hmm. A, to get the recruiting and B, to keep those t- uh, guys on the roster still there. Yeah. I thought you were gonna have more than that, Tony. I was oh, taking a drink no. I, of <laughs> I I thought
1: you were. I thought you were taking a pause and then coming back. No, no. I agree. Um, it's been a it's been an up and down year for Michigan State. You know, with with the potential, you know, Mel Tucker thing that has happened with the with the fact of there's been a lot of inconsistency from the offense. There's been a lot of inconsistency mm-hmm. from the defense. Yeah, it, it has. It's been a lot of a lot of a year of a, of adversity for Michigan State, and it it's kind of sad too, because it's, it's really, you, you still notice the, the good teams, they're, they're absolutely getting destroyed by the bad teams. They either, you know, dominate, like if they're, you know, technically a group five school, they're, they're going to dominate them at power five schools. And it's, it's not as close. I mean, you look at Rutgers, Rutgers, they had them throughout the entire game. They ended up blowing it. Then they had them, uh, they ended up getting a win against Nebraska, and they ended up pulling out a win against Indiana, but they turn around and they lose to Minnesota pretty wholeheartedly. So it, it it's been a pretty rough year for Michigan State. I know I've heard a few rumors myself of who they may or may not hire. I know mm-hmm. there's not a lot of Michigan State fans, but there's a few out there who really want
0: to hire Urban Meyer as that's the head what coach. my thought was. Is I and and you know honestly I don't know he could be I don't know is he does he have any interest a. <laughs>
1: They they say that he's met a few times, and they say that he's been potentially interested, but more than likely, no. And I, and I, can, I can kind of see both. I'm going to lean more towards no. And the reason why I say that is, you know, we saw what happened with Urban Meyer going into the NFL, and that was an absolute dumpster fire. And we've seen what he has done with other college programs. You know, he ends up leaving, and now he can build a college program back up, but now you also have that most recent NFL scandal. You know how many kids, how many people are going to now see that and go, "Eh, do I really want to put up with that?" And now you know, coming into it as you know, coach of the potentially the coach of the Michigan State Spartans, you're going to have to face Ohio State. You know, every year you're going to have to that, face. Doesn't Michigan. that
0: incentivize? Like he, he has gone everywhere. He has gone, mm-hmm. Bowling Green, Utah, Ohio State, Florida, Florida. Yeah, you know, all of those. <clears throat> not not that not that florida or ohio state needed rebuilding necessarily but he's done nothing but be successful every place that he's gone except for the nfl Mm -hmm. nick saban did the same thing yeah he was a dumpster fire in the nfl too yes so i don't know that it really matters what he's done in the nfl it's what you can do in the college game now The college game is completely different compared to what it was when he was in college, but Mm -hmm. I still, I still attest that he could probably still do pretty well. And wouldn't that incentivize? Yes. I left Ohio state. Yes. I love Ohio state, but if he could beat them, doesn't that just solidify what he is as a coach? Not that he needs some great solidification. He's still Mm -hmm. one of the all time greats in recent history uh, of college football, but him coming in and revitalizing Michigan State? Mm-hmm. Isn't that something, is that something that they could see or they they would be interested in having and that he might be interested in doing?
1: I think they would be interested because like you said, you know, his resume speaks for himself. Yeah. But at the same time, I, w- I would propose this question it has changed so much and you really are having to rebuild a program from the bottom up. You're not like, you know, Ohio state where you had, you know, a pretty good plethora of recruits still wanting to come there because of the brand, because of the potential pipeline into the NFL. Same with Florida, you know, you still were going to have big matchups with Bama, with Georgia, with all of them. You're coming into a team that has very few bright spots has uh-huh. already had a ton of controversy before. You uh-huh. left the NFL because of controversy. Uh-huh. Now you're going to come into an even tougher Big 10 conference because you have to face your former team of Ohio State, you're going to have to face Michigan, you're going to have to face USC, UCLA, Washington, Oregon. It's significantly tougher than when when, you know, Urban was in. So, I would almost kind of propose the opposite of why would Urban want to take that to basically go he was able to do it everywhere else except the last spot
0: but would that do anything to his career of success would that i mean lou holtz was a fantastic coach at notre dame he -hmm. went to south carolina does anybody remember him being at south carolina very few do yeah and some of the people in south carolina want to forget Right, but my point being is, is still people look at Lou Holtz as uh, as one of the well, one of the greatest in in, in recent history. Kids, let's yeah. think about it. The, let's to figure it that way. Is mm-hmm. he's an all time great in the aspect of you know he won national championships he he built he he maintained rebuilt notre dame because they were waffling or you know struggling a little bit and he came back and and rebuilt them and 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 brought them to to prominence in the 80s Mm -hmm. and then went to south carolina (laughs) because why not well he didn't leave notre dame he was he, he 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 was let go right but then he went to south carolina and nobody remembers that except for some i mean he didn't have great success there I don't know that it does a lot. If he were to say, "You know what? I'm going to take a flyer on East Lansing," and mm-hmm. you know what? He can always claim health issues. He's done it three different times. I say, yeah, he's but done it before. Let's think about this too. Utah didn't have a stinking thing going on when he went to Utah. Sure, and he built them into something. Mm-hmm. Granted, that wasn't in the Pac-12 when he when he started with them. Uh, I believe they were in the Mountain West. Correct. Uh, but at the same time, he's done. He he is taking. He has taken a a a team that hasn't really had any sort of pedigree and Mm. turned it in look at utah now and that's because of what urban meyer started back when he was there Mm -hmm. so yeah I, i it's an interesting topic because i think i think you could if, if I don't know that it's going to be I, I'm not going to say the yes, it's going to happen, but I think there's a lot more validity behind it mm-hmm. than somebody saying, no, nah, he's not going to go to Michigan State. He doesn't want to do that to Ohio State. He doesn't give two hoots about that. No, oh, yeah. He, he, he cares about himself. Oh, yeah. Well, because that's, that's human nature, too. Oh, yeah. Well, because you notice,
1: you look at what he did, you know, like we said, you know, he's quit because of health issues. And it's like, OK, you know, maybe he does like the challenge. OK, you know, I'm going to leave Utah. I'm going to go to a big boy program of Florida. What can I what can I do in the SEC? Oh, hey, I went to national titles. OK, now I want to go to Ohio State. That also
0: needs to be fixed. But I'm going to so drop I'm going to quit it. at Florida because of health reasons. And health then reasons. Six months later, take a job
1: yeah so and, and you can tell he still enjoys the game i mean you yeah, can look sure. at all the kickoff shows you know he loves to talk about it he still wants to be involved and and i and i think he does and, and you know who knows maybe this is the spot that he's kind of waiting for you know he wants to go to a a power five school that's in a you know reasonable conference that you know at the end of the day especially now with the college playoff format expanding you know you have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs every single year if you can do well enough
0: and what are the expectations if, if you just, were to take michigan state's job mm-hmm. and they say okay we want you to rebuild this they re he rebuilds to nine wins over the course uh, every year over the course of four years that's mm-hmm. a heck of a lot better than the what is it four and eight that they are going to be this year yeah yeah and so. so i mean uh but if he rebuilds it and appears in a couple of playoffs and going forward guess what he is as good he just he just put himself even in higher status i think it's mm-hmm. interesting it's going to be interesting to see uh where they go and if they they may not even be thinking about urban buyer but i don't think that that name comes out and gets talked about so much if it's not a legit possibility that they're at least going to go after him well i
1: and it was funny i heard more inklings and more kind of the the smoke behind the fire with urban getting hired the minute that mel tucker was fired the minute they said mel tucker was gone i heard and saw a bunch of the rumors Mm. that eh, you know urban might be interested in potentially coming the head coach there's a few supposed meetings that happened between michigan state and urban and then of course i haven't heard him deny any of it i i haven't openly either i've seen rumors that he denied it but i i haven't openly seen anything that officially says no i'm i'm not interested yeah well we'll see it, it, it's probably one of those kind of like a kind of like a uh you know going to a car dealership like ah i'm, I'm just looking I'm just, just
0: looking for let's, the right deal
1: if it happens it happens
0: let's uh stay in the state of michigan and go to one of urban and include one of urban's former teams ohio state travels to ann arbor tomorrow to play the wolverines in the game Mm -hmm. the game the the game no that would be wrong right (laughs) i'd get in trouble if i did that right Uh oh Oh, yeah you you owe them like a quarter every time you do that the rivalry (laughs) is rekindled tomorrow uh ohio state number two ohio state formerly number one ohio state move or travels to ann arbor michigan stadium to take on the wolverines number three wolverines and uh tony we haven't had you on but let's talk about the game a little bit and then we'll get to your thoughts on the whole uh scandal that's going on in ann arbor prior or for that so where do you what do you see going on in ann arbor tomorrow is it ohio state breaking the the two-game losing streak against michigan or is michigan going to keep it going and make it three three and a row? you know who, who gets, gets part- the honor to go beat the crap out of iowa the
1: there's a part <laughs> of me that says that ohio state i think is going to break it but then there's another part of me that says talent wise momentum the fact that they're using the whole scandal thing is like motivation, yeah. fuel, and fire," says Michigan. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you who I who I'm going to pick. I don't know if they're going to win, but I'm going to pick them.
0: Be confident; they're going to win, Tony. That's why you're picking them.
1: Yep. You know what? You're right. You're right. We got, we're gonna we're going to go with the oh. Wow, you own we, one. We're we, we going to go with the oh because Gross. At, the the, at the end of the day, we have to root against Michigan. You it, being it, it, a Michigan State
0: fan, I'm shocked that you're wearing something from this game. I know.
1: Well, again, we have to root against it Michigan burr. at the end of the day. It, it does a little bit. It does a little <laughs> bit. But but no, I mean, it, both of these teams are coming in and I feel like Ohio State, especially within the last few weeks, the the thing that I thought was really what they were struggling with in the beginning of the year, yeah, has has kind of settled now. They're more in an offensive rhythm. It was a mixture of, you know, Kyle McCord didn't seem comfortable in the passing a, game. He,
0: he had he to get he had to get his sea legs about him.
1: He did, and it, and I think a lot of people, myself included, was kind of worried when they were only able to drop twenty three on Indiana. It's like, wait, it's like, wait a minute, this, this is IU we're talking about. This is yeah. IU football, more specifically, IU football, right? <laughs> you, you can't drop more than twenty three points on them. But you know, they they finally got into a passing game. You know, obviously, Colin McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. have had that connection together since high school. You know, he has to get a little bit more, you know, kind of in tune for the a more, you know advanced uh, offensive system. you Ibuka is finally coming into into stride as well for him. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing to me, that offensive line is starting to become pretty cohesive and Travion Henderson has finally been able to get his feet under him and be able to run the ball. That was kind of the thing that really surprised me with, especially in the beginning, the struggles with Ohio State is, you know you have a guy that you kind of have to get a feel for that has to be able to get his feet underneath him as far as throwing the ball with your passing attack. I don't understand why you don't rely on your big offensive line to control the line of scrimmage, run the ball so that your quarterback can get more comfortable. Because at least you have a run game to rely on.
0: Well, let's. I want to. I want to. Kind of piggyback on what you're talking about. The 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 reason Ohio State is still undefeated, and it, it is because of their defense. Yes. Uh they won their game against Notre Dame. Because their defense was able to keep Notre Dame to only two touchdowns, period. Yes. Uh the the offense was good enough to produce 17 whole points, mm-hmm. but it was against a top ten team in Notre Dame, and the defense held them to less than 17. So that's all and 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 if you look, all these games that they that they could have struggled in, Maryland, they held them to 17 points. And that's the highest
1: team that scored against them so far is Maryland. Maryland is the highest yeah. team that scored any points against seventeen. Them seventeen. Points. Otherwise, it's been seventeen
0: or less. Penn State twelve. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. this juggernaut that everybody thought Wisconsin was going to be in the West. Well, juggernaut. We use that in lowercase J because yeah, it's lower, the West. Very lowercase case. But uh, it would have. It's it's a game that people thought. Okay, well, if they're if Wisconsin's playing well enough with Luke mm-hmm. Fickle there. You know, you got the ties to Ohio State. There might be something, especially with it being in Madison, there might be something to where where Wisconsin could maybe upset the Buckeyes. Ten points. Yep. Rutgers scored six more points than than Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Then those teams that they should be: Michigan State, 38 to 3. Minnesota, 37 to 3. So mm-hmm. like you're absolutely right. Their offense is starting to click. Rutgers, they scored 35. Yep. You know, yep. Purdue beat them 41 to seven so Mm -hmm. like they they've got the offense starting to click and i think you're right they're starting to click at the right time especially Mm -hmm. to be able to uh say that they're probably to me they're probably hitting on all of their cylinders at the right time Mm -hmm. and to me one of the they're going to be the best team in the country probably after this game if they beat michigan Yep, I think they're going to beat Michigan. Honestly, I really do think that they'll beat Michigan.
1: I do, too. It, Like I said, it, it's one of those they're, they're hitting their stride at the right time. And honestly, too, you know, on the other side of it, you look at Ryan Day. How much motivation do you think Ryan Day has because of all the talk that has been the last couple of years? Oh, you've lost to Michigan twice and you've got absolutely destroyed in both games that you played them. But you know, then you can turn around and you can say, "Hey, we took Georgia to the absolute limit last year when they went on to end up winning the national. We missed title. the
0: national championship by six inches, literally by six inches.
1: <laughs> and well, they say six uh, inches isn't ten a ten inch,
0: ten inches if you include the the post, right?
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, ten inches! You're getting getting a big number. here. Well, here.
0: you've got to move it enough over to not hit the post and have it doink back, but and
1: double doink. Yeah. Uh, as a Bears fan, Thanks, you know all about jerk. that." <laughs> Hey, I like the Bears too. Yeah, but no, I mean this. Who I, I do, like? huh?
0: Who don't you like?
1: Philly, absolutely hate. Well, Philly.
0: I, I heard you got a big affinity for Wisconsin too. Uh,
1: you know it. You know it's my my hatred for Philly has grown so much. It, Wisconsin has moved down to like number two. That's wow. how much I just like that's Philly. Some... that's how much it's moved down. Wow. But no, I mean I I do think on the other side, I think that. You know Ryan Day is going to have motivation, and I do think finally, if there is ever going to be a game that Michigan struggles without Harbaugh, you know, being on the sideline, I think Mm -hmm. it's this game, because you look at all the other games, you know, they didn't have him for Penn State. You know, at the end of the day, I've heard a lot of people, even people in Pennsylvania, say that they don't really believe Drew Aller is the true like good quarterback for Penn State. Because
0: at the beginning of the season, he was the next coming of Kerry Collins. Right. Um, you know, they, they, who, end for up, those they... of you that don't know who Kerry Collins was, he played at Penn State and he was really, really good. hmm <laughs> You know, then they, then they take on a Maryland team who was
1: also really good. You know, Maryland, you know, ended up keeping it close at the end and Michigan ended up coming away with the victory overall but between both of those teams we obviously know ohio state's better their defense is better their offense is better so i mm-hmm. i do
0: think ohio state has an opportunity now to and we're to, going you know, get and when we, when you Michigan. say that well let's preface that just a touch because when you say that you're talking about this season to this point yes. how they've how they've performed to this point because if you look at michigan's schedule and is it coincidence maybe i i know people are saying well it's it's cut and dry evidence that the cheating matters you know the sign stealing matters and we'll get to your thoughts here uh after i piggyback off of this purdue was the first game they played after all of this came flushing out and they got rid of stallions and all that Mm -hmm. they won uh 41 to to 13. Mm -hmm. yep since then they beat penn state 24 to 15 Mm -hmm. and they beat maryland 31 to 24 they're not playing the best football that they've played no everybody's beating purdue this year so we're not gonna say that well look at that they they should have beat them by more period right Mm -hmm. now the this is where it's coming from the week before all this came out they beat michigan state 49 to nothing so there's people there are people saying okay well obviously that that sign stealing and that cheating matters i don't see it that way i see it as all of a sudden all this stuff gets dumped on them which it's Mm -hmm. still there it's not going to change and if they win tomorrow how many people are going to call this a valid win oh every michigan fan ever other than michigan nobody will call that a valid win period because of all the stuff going on i'm not saying that michigan should just forfeit the game no you go out there you let those guys go out there and you play the game Mm -hmm. because that's why we've got a, a, a discipline system and an investigate uh, an investigative system in place to be able to flesh flesh that out. It sucks that it's going to be retroactive if there's any any sort of penalty. It really does, and mm-hmm. you can't convince me other than you, what you just mentioned. There's a slight value in having Harbaugh on the sidelines right now, tomorrow. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. not a ton that a head coach is going to do that's going to make things and and if they're science dealers they've got to have some way of figuring out that Harbaugh can be on a cell phone talking to somebody right I mean oh yeah let's look at it that way Mm -hmm. but (laughs) so like the, the 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 punishment that they gave well actually you know what let's get your thoughts on this because is, Harbaugh, is the Harbaugh suspension enough to quell the Big Ten co- uh, coaches and make everything that Michigan does going forward from then valid?
1: I'll say this because I, I actually heard somebody kind of bring this up and it, it did kind of make me think a little bit. And I retroactively looking at it, I think they acted too soon. And the reason why I say that is because now – you you have have you had the full amount of time to do a complete and total investigation on everything? Because if you haven't, you've already dished out a punishment. You,
0: you can't, can't pile you can't, onto it.
1: Yeah, you can't add on to it, and you can't backtrack. It. You can unless there's
0: new stuff that comes out from what was already discovered prior to the punishment. Right. But then you would also have to
1: say, okay, well, now you're also being punished for this. So that's the only thing where I would say I, I kind of wish they would have almost waited to take more of mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. not for Michigan's favor, but just so that way if there is something that they could be punished appropriately to where they're supposed to be punished.
0: But did the Big Ten, trust me, I'm, I've thought about this. Did Petiti say, you know what, we're going to punish them now with mm-hmm. this. This is going to be the punishment Michigan gets. Mm-hmm. That way, if more comes out and we don't punish them, the big 10 can't or big 10 coaches can't come well you need to do something we did because you threw a fit we did we can't punish them more because because now it's after the season right at the time that they it doled out that that punishment there was going to be no forfeiture of games during the season unless mm-hmm. there's more that's the right. thing if the NCAA doesn't come up with anything other than what Michigan's got hmm I'm guessing, I am guessing that the NCAA is not going to make them forfeit their games. I just don't, I don't know, unless, unless it has to do with the guy, uh, the, the games that, that Stallions was at. Maybe. Well, here's the other thing I
1: think too, because obviously I, I've seen a bunch of Michigan's fans kind of complain that, you know, they're, everyone's only picking on Michigan. I kind of look at it as. Uh, as individual charges on somebody you haven't exactly been found guilty or innocent but you've right. been charged with it right you you were we charged... have
0: enough to charge you on it
1: exactly you were charged with a recruitment issue back earlier in the year with again another three sorts
0: ga- of investigation
1: another uh, you know a three-game suspension
0: you fought it and okay well let's know, say it this way though here. that was not an NCAA sanctioned suspension for for harbaugh right. the beginning though because you remember they agreed to a four game suspension yeah. correct and then the ncaa said no we're not going to honor that agreement so michigan took it upon themselves right so not so there only- still can be a punishment doled out not- because of that yes so you're charged and maybe with that. that's where the big 10 went with and where i punish you now for this mm-hmm. and then if the ncaa comes back and punishes you for the the recruiting we're thing we're gonna add on piled on to onto, to yeah. the to the sign stealing exactly and, and that's my exact thoughts i think i think
1: that is what's probably going to happen yeah. and here's the other thing that i i think kind of fuels into it and i wonder what they'll find whenever they go through this is because and, and i don't know if you and dalton have talked about it or if you guys have seen it too don't you guys think it's kind of weird the the timing of all of this that's what's happened with Michigan and and I'm going to go as far back as COVID it's 2020 it's a shortened season so obviously we didn't we didn't have a lot
0: of games we didn't get to see there only five or six games is, per team wasn't it it was six yeah. so in well the point- no no Michigan or well, Ohio State only played five that year but got the exemption because IU should have went to the to the Big yes. Ten championship game that, that year yes they had michael pennix as their quarterback and they had ohio enough games to, to qualify the big 10 put the qualifier of you have to play at least six games mm. iu had played their six games ohio state the michigan game got canceled i believe yes so they couldn't play their six games and they went oh, oh, oh wait we met in in less and yes. they let ohio state into the championship game right not not knocking anybody look for love in ohio state but that is bs And I'm a Purdue fan, for crying out loud. IU should have been playing for the Big Ten Championship of that year. Agreed. But don't you think
1: it's weird, though, that so in 2020, Michigan goes two and four, you know, abysmal. Right. But a lot lot of the guys they have on the roster, they were freshmen or they were sophomores. So they're going to be here for, you know, a couple of years. Obviously, then they get the extension because of the COVID year. They could play. Mm -hmm. They could Mm -hmm. play one more year. Then 2021 comes around. Michigan goes on a dominant run. The only loss that they have in the regular season is to their, you know, Big in-state rival of Michigan State, and thanks to you know Kenneth Walker, and then they're they're able to they're able to turn around and they beat they beat Ohio State, and that's kind of the highlight of Michigan's season. Okay, we did it. You know, we we beat the big rival. We we have bragging rights for. Then we went and
0: got housed by Georgia.
1: Exactly. (laughs) So so to me, I can almost see that as okay. You know, they they had a good they had a good off season. They've they've worked hard. They were able to turn it turn it around. You know that that that's that's realistic. But then the next year comes around and they do the same thing all over again, except this time they beat Michigan State and they beat Ohio State wholeheartedly again. And then they end up getting, you know, beat by TCU to kind of everyone's surprise. Is that except not kind TCU? Of, right. Is that not kind of surprising to not only you, but to everybody else that this is a team that pretty much all the way up until covid like you like you said with urban meyer to michigan state you know nine ten wins a year but you can't beat michigan state and you definitely can't beat ohio state but all of a sudden now you can beat them two years in a row and you can beat everybody except for basically georgia and tcu recruiting goes in cycles
0: though it does it really does i mean blake Corum Mm -hmm. is a damn good running back Mm -hmm.
1: and so JJ, uh...
0: jj mccarthy is a really good quarterback Mm-hmm. Uh, running back is what I meant if I said quarterback. for course, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been throwing the ball much. Like, no, at all. he's a good running back. I mean, he's a great running back. He's he, one of the nation's best. Mm-hmm. You know, McCarthy is a really good quarterback. I'm not going to call him a, a Heisman. Some people have said he. You shouldn't go a full half without passing the ball if you're a Heisman candidate. Correct. Sorry, and, it and- it doesn't matter if that's what. The coach's decision, or whatever, a coach should never make that decision if he's really a Heisman candidate.
1: And to add to your point, too, uh, kind of the the odyssey of you know they they beat Purdue pretty wholeheartedly, but then Penn State and Maryland, McCarthy only threw for two hundred yards between both games. Yeah, he only threw right. for
0: sixty yards against Penn State. Well, in Penn State, they didn't throw the ball in the second half. Period. Yeah, which is they ran the ball every single play. mind and that it's mind blowing that a they beat Penn State doing that. <laughs> But to that—that's another thing—is Penn State is totally, totally blindsides me in how they conduct themselves in game, big games because Ohio State they went so super uber conservative mm-hmm. that they couldn't get out of their own way, and yep. kind of the same thing with Michigan—they just didn't. Yes, Drew Allred is not the next coming of Kerry Collins, and yep. it's sad that that is the the height of quarterbacks at penn state that we've <laughs> got to base it on but he was a good quarterback at penn state so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna poo-poo that too much yeah. but the i point mean at the end of the is, day you know penn state is still what 10 and 2. yeah they'll what, end up 10 and two? and 2. yeah they'll end up 10 and 2. uh because i don't think michigan state's gonna beat them. i really now j- uh, no. no. could they absolutely i think i think by the end of this evening you could look at uh, uh penn state and say wow nine and three pretty disappointing season as a Purdue fan, I'll take 903 as a disappointing season any day of the week and twice right. on Sunday. But my right. point being is, you know, Penn State has really baffled me in how they how they perform in those big games. But to get back to the Michigan thing, they shouldn't be going a full half without throwing the ball. They just shouldn't be. No. Period.
1: No. Well, and it's it's funny too, because I I know you and Dalton talked about this, um, where Matt Rule kind of came out and defended the whole you know, sign stealing thing of, right. you know. To a point, he, I did.
0: Yeah. To a point, mm-hmm. I did.
1: <clears throat> yeah, because, and, and like you said, there's nothing against that. Now, like now, like they said, if you're hiring people to go to the games to do that, you know. There's a difference. That's a difference. There's a difference. And there's a difference. There's an studying- actual
0: rule that says you cannot do that. Yes. So they've legitimately went out of their way. If that can be proven that Michigan was behind it, which it's mm-hmm. almost proven already. Uh, but if it can be proven, they violated a written rule and they deserve to be punished for it. Correct.
1: Cause yeah, I mean, heck how many coaches watch film and even a lot of, you know, NFL guys kind of admitted that, you know, you, you watch, you watch game on the film. You're not only watching what the players do, you're watching the coaches. No, for sure. You are, you know, what hand sign are they using? What code word are they using? That means, you know, that they're going to go into this, that they're going to do this. That's, that's just studying but That's then you also have is.
0: coaches saying that uh doesn't matter if the other team knows their uh, no signs they cha- coaches change their signs every every week week or they should every week. no no good coaches change exactly. their signs every <laughs> exactly. week. exactly so, so it's going to be interesting to see where all this goes with Michigan because you could very well see no matter what happens tomorrow no matter what happens in the Big Ten Championship there's a good chance that uh, this year, Michigan's going to be 0-12. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I can foresee that happening as being, they're going to, they're going to, I don't, well, I take that back. They just may not have a record from this year. They may be vacated.
1: Yeah. They're not
0: going to be 0-12. They'll just be 0-0 and because 0. they're going to vacate every win that they got. Or they could be 0-1 because they might get beat by Ohio State, which I think they will. And they'll be in oh, one for the season uh the 2023 season and you know how mad michigan fans are
1: going to be because you're going to take away that 1000th win that they got against maryland
0: oh punkin yeah. so sad we'll so give you sad. a hug later. i won't <laughs> now here's the thing they very well may not have to forfeit anything right but i foresee there's gonna be enough to say yeah we're gonna have to vacate those wins for you guys Mm-hmm. and then yeah so and oh, then yeah. it's going to be uh everybody against michigan and real michigan quick to against add, the world
1: real quick to add to that too i heard and i've seen supposed rumors and i, I don't think there's any truth or validity to it but i thought it was funny did that you they were going to leave the big 10, big Ten? yes
0: <laughs> i think <laughs> you, that's hilarious that knew. is that is the funniest thing i had heard because i'm like are you kidding me you mm-hmm. seriously over this yep over this Yep, and and it's Give funny, too, and they actually talked about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, and it's funny too. I talked about it with another guy who likes college football, and he was like, you know, what do you, what do you think you do you think Michigan's Michigan would leave the Big Ten? He goes, that would be crazy. Like they're a Big Ten fundamental. I go, where are they going to go? Where they're going to make that much money?
0: No, that's the kicker is they can't. That too, they can't.
1: But where are they going to go <laughs> that they're going to potentially make that much money? nowhere
0: nowhere the sec uh, is
1: going to be making good money but you're not going to get nearly the amount oh and also uh you're you got to play you, alabama
0: you're going to get your butt kicked every <laughs> single game <laughs> so have fun with that well, they will play vanderbilt some years i'm sure uh but <laughs> anyway so it'll be interesting to see where this heads uh a, a, after the season but it's going to be a good game tomorrow i'm going to watch it mm-hmm. and see uh, i'm I, I, I i'm not going to have a rooting interest i just don't care <laughs> Hey, I care again. enough to watch it, but I don't care about who wins, uh, you know, because I honestly think they're both going to make the because if Michigan loses, it's going to be a loss to the number two team in the country. If Ohio mm-hmm. State loses, it's going to be the number three team in the country. It's going to drop them maybe, but it's not I don't know that it'll drop them out of the top four. And if it does, you better hope that, you know, Washington wins if they stay at number four or that Florida State wins. Wins out, which is going to be interesting because they don't have their quarterback. Yep, and because if they don't, that other Big Ten team's going to move back in. It's, I mean, and Oregon could sneak in, but if Florida State, I mean, it, it. There, there are a lot of moving pieces, and I think it's. I, I think there's a really good chance that both these teams make it to the playoff anyway. I say I think they're I think it'll be interesting because
1: and there's another guy that broke this down, especially if hypothetically. If Alabama wins out, and that includes beating Georgia in the SEC title game, then what do they do? Because then Texas has a win over Bama, and Bama's gotten better. Texas is the better team. Okay, well if now if we're gonna put a, you one know off what they're gonna team, do? They're, they're gonna
0: man. expand it out to twelve
1: teams this year. <laughs> Dude, I bet they would. Because because here's the thing. Here's the thing that this guy pointed out that made a hundred percent sense. The College Football Playoff Committee would be in such a bad position because then. If they put in Alabama, Wouldn't Oklahoma need
0: to be in it because they only have one lost Oklahoma State, right? No, they have two. Oh, do they? okay, that that, yeah. that eliminates Oklahoma then. yeah. so I was gonna say because was they off. beat Texas, yeah, but
1: it it was funny because they're like the the college football playoff would hate this because then, okay, well, you, you you have to put um you have to put Texas in over Alabama, but Alabama just beat the number one team in the country. But then if you and put Georgia's Alabama still in, number, one, number one, like
0: there's still a yeah. number one team.
1: And then if you and if you put Alabama in over Texas, then it shows, OK, well, the regular season doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. All that matters just,
0: is at the end of the year. Who
1: who do they really want in? So right. I, I agree. I think they would have an emergency meeting and be like, you know what? We're just going to do 12. We're going out to 12 this 12 year. This year. <laughs> We're, you know it's Surprise! 2024 it's, it's 2024 Christmas to everybody already yeah it's 2024 already we're, we're, 12, we're just gonna fast things. forward this
0: teams. calendar a couple of months to make it 2024 and we'll make it happen. yeah I, <laughs> I bet money that would happen I bet money it would happen so it'll be interesting let's uh let's let's change gears since we're we're in uh, the feast week uh let's move to college basketball and what an exciting season the preseason is and 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 it's not you know the games against Samford or Florida A&M it's the games that you go to play on location for these preseason tournaments there are a ton of Big Ten turn or teams that are involved in tournaments uh preseason tournaments and uh one being my Boilermakers went to Maui Mm -hmm. Tony they went to Maui they beat number 11 Gonzaga number seven um shoot tennessee and then number four marquette with kansas getting beat by marquette in the semifinals that's gonna put purdue at number one in the country i mean yeah. uh, and deservedly so they've worked their, way, they beat everybody they have the best resume right now with three top 11 wins already in their first six games mm-hmm. but we look at others uh wisconsin bumping, bumping, uh, uh, Virginia. I don't know if that was in a tournament game, but I know that they, they played Louisville got, or IU beats Louisville. I mean, don't get me wrong. Louisville is a team that is on the rebuild compared to what they have been when, uh, you know, coach Patino was there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, that's still a pedigree. That's a pretty good, and for IU to be rebuilding at the time that they are, uh, they, they've done a good job they've lost the game i don't even know who they lost to honestly i I haven't been paying attention enough to them but uh they're they're just they're doing what what needs to be done to kind of solidify their number five or six in the in the conference Mm -hmm. but i'm looking at the standings and uh have you looked at the standings please tell me no i have not actually okay tell me you know Purdue's six and oh there's Mm -hmm. one other team in the big ten that's undefeated can you tell me who it is one other team that is undefeated. you got thirteen tries, actually twelve because well eleven because you know IU and Michigan State have lost. True,
1: <laughs> you know I'm gonna go on a real wild shot in the dark, and I'm gonna say Northwestern.
0: Northwestern is four and one. They lost their last four game. One. Minnesota um, is four and one, which is impressive for what Minnesota is. IU is four and one. Illinois is four and one Ohio State's three and one Purdue is six and oh that leaves the Nebraska Cornhuskers as the other undefeated team in the Big Ten if you had Nebraska as one of the two remaining undefeated teams on your bingo card you win
1: so uh, how you would win so much money if that if that was the actual thing you could cash out right now you'd win so much money
0: 13 of the teams are at 500 or better, which, which this is not a surprise. The big 10 or most conferences, (laughs) most of the major conferences, most of their teams go have a really good regular or preseason record, whether they go to a tournament, whether they play uh, just a bunch of uh, teams that are below them or whatever, or even if they get an upset in there, most of them have a a decent preseason record. There's only one team that's, that's got a losing record. Do you know that team?
1: I'm going to say,
0: let me say Penn State. Penn State is four and one. Four and one. Yep. It is um, the Maryland Terrapins. They are two and three. They've beaten Mount St. Mary's. They lost to Davidson. They lost to UAB and they lost to number 21, Villanova. Hmm. And then they beat uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County uh, the <laughs> other day. So they are two and three, yeah. which these guys are my number three team in the conference them and illinois are going to fight for number three in the conference and i think i think personally well up until now but uh i, I think maryland is the better of the of those two teams yeah uh, and Illinois I, is good they're going to be good they're going to be fine maryland i just think maryland with the coach that they have and uh, the the stuff they have in the, the the players they have in the cabinet in the cupboard are going to be enough to get number three nobody is touching the top two, period. And it doesn't matter that Michigan State is sitting at 13th in the conference right now at three and three. No,
1: and that's what I was going to say. I mean, we we can talk about this all we want. And I mean, and these games luckily do matter, you know, to a point. But, you know, that's kind of the beauty of a lot of the in-conference rivalry. And that's the beauty of, you know, what's coming to December and kind of coming to almost the end of December when we have more in-conference play is Mm -hmm. all those go out the window. Because I mean, mm-hmm. heck, we've talked about it the last couple of years. Look at how look at how well Maryland has done against teams. I mean, taking teams to the absolute edge. Look at Rutgers took Purdue to the absolute edge a couple Price. of times, beat so, them, and yeah.
0: then took them to the end.
1: <clears throat> so that that's what I love about Big Ten basketball is you can you can like you know obviously Purdue can atone to this. You can have the best record in in the entire country you know rutgers comes in northwestern comes in they're like ah, have put the brakes on that we're, we're, we're gonna give you a run for your money you okay, ain't getting no just dominant win
0: we're gonna take a pipe to your knees pal <laughs> literally <laughs> let's go outside have a chat no that's tennessee tennessee does that sorry <laughs> Ooh, got him <laughs> so the one team that i, I kind of was surprised by because honestly i have been talking about this being uh a make or break season for this gentleman this coach and michigan's sitting at four and two mm-hmm. now granted they lost the other night against memphis yep and prior to that they lost to oh shoot i can't remember long um, beach state, long beach state. Yep. so they have lost two in a row mm-hmm. but they're they're playing pretty well granted they beat st john st john by 16 as well mm-hmm so mm-hmm. michigan's michigan's playing somewhat well mm-hmm. um now granted they've they and they beat stanford last just night. recently yeah just you just yesterday they've got texas tech coming up uh today or mm-hmm. tomorrow T- today oh, today yes yeah, six. Six. then they're at oregon Oof. which those next two games are going to be tough but if they can win one maybe mm-hmm. even both of those they're going to enter their first couple of games at big 10 against iu and iowa with a pretty decent record and a pretty strong showing thus far, yeah, six and two, and the Wolverines surprised some people and put themselves in the top five of the Big Ten.
1: I'm going to say no, and I, I say that because when when you lose a piece as big as Hunter Dickinson, you lost a lot of pieces to the NBA Jet draft Howard, as well. You lost Lufkin. Jet Howard. It and we've and we've seen really an underperforming Michigan team. When you had all those guys on there for the last couple of years, you've, you've really underperformed to the expectations that everybody had of you. I, I see Michigan kind of just falling to the wayside. And honestly, I see this potentially as Howard's last season. Cause it's like, well, okay, you've had the talent, but you, what, what have you done with it? You, you, you didn't do anything.
0: At what point. When they start struggling, does John Howard blow up? Like he has the previous two seasons, you know, I mean, Ooh. Uh, actually, I don't think he did yet last year. It was the two previous. The one where he got in an actual physical altercation with Wisconsin's coaches. Let's and, see, then, that would... and then the year before when he threatened Mark Turgeon at Maryland during the tournament. Well,
1: let's see. Uh, during the Big for... Ten
0: tournament. Last year, he didn't have a breakdown. I don't remember. No, he did not.
1: Now, if I remember right, for him, see... he went a whole year without one. Right. He won <laughs> one good year. Well, let's see. He faces <laughs> Maryland. Is...
0: One good year, meaning behaviorally not yes. not performing it's kind of like
1: when it's kind of like whenever you're in jail
0: oh yeah he's 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 had great
1: behavior this he's year. out on
0: good behavior really he's in jail
1: jail like <laughs> no what, what what does this mean this is like being the valedictorian of a homeschool like this, this doesn't matter <laughs> so they go to Maryland on January 11th, so it's possible then. And then about a month later, they host Wisconsin. So,
0: but I don't know that it's going to be the same teams that light his fire. But right. if they go to, let's say, in the middle of February, go to uh, go to Lincoln and lose to uh, to Nebraska, if has come way. back to earth, mm-hmm. is is there going to be something that triggers him that he just loses it? I don't know, and I I. I don't want my disdain for michigan meaning i just don't like michigan because i'm a purdue fan Mm -hmm. to come through as i hope this happens i'm going by what i've witnessed from this so far like he has shown Mm -hmm. that he's very volatile unless last year was this the new path something's going to happen that's going to trigger him at least where he gets verbally into an altercation with somebody
1: and i i think you're right i think the so that game in lincoln is on February uh, 10th. Mm-hmm. And then three days later, they go to uh, Illinois to face it. I think at that point we, we may or may not see it because at that point in the season, you've got six games left. That's probably going to determine whether or not you're even able to be in the tournament, or if you're going to be some type of force in the That's tournament my point. and where what if they lose,
0: What if they, what if they, they perform kind of in that bubble area bubble? and they get to this point and they lose it. I, I, then i think it i
1: think he's done and again i that wouldn't surprise me because like we said michigan has had such great talent but they've done absolutely nothing with it which is what's surprised. and what is that and does is that on the players or is it on the coach to me it's it a little bit of both coach. It starts with i mean coach. it is a little bit of both but it, to me it starts with the coach because you are you putting your players right. in the best position to succeed right. are you putting them in positions to win now again if it's one of those it's kind of a typical basketball game of you're you're finishing really close like you just got beat on a last shot okay that's one thing you know you're getting beat you're getting beat like wholeheartedly like you're not losing by three you're losing by like 10 like it's i well and there are I two losses
0: see. uh as of at this point uh they're memphis they lost by by four so it was by a four. relatively but they got they got beat by eight points by long beach state and yeah. if you're not familiar with who long beach state is welcome to the club there's not many people that do Mm-hmm. because so, it, well, i remember it, growing up that long beach state made it to the tournament a couple of times and was and wasn't a high seed but they 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 may, maybe a 10 seed or something so like mm-hmm. i've I've heard of them and and at they least, haven't been valid in the past 20 years
1: yeah, and at least Memphis is actually a good basketball team. They're they're five and zero in the American right now. They beat Michigan, and how they did just... that game
0: go? You've got Jawan Howard on one side and Anthony Hardaway who likes to throw things on the other side. Mm-hmm. Surprised yeah. there wasn't anything going on there.
1: They they just upset number <laughs> twenty
0: Arkansas, eighty four to seventy nine to get to I mean, that game, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To play to play Michigan, so yeah, I mean, but my my whole thought is that this could be an overachieving uh game or season for michigan it could also be the demise of juan howard Mm -hmm. a lot hinges on the next mm, month They, they play florida they've got mcneese state or mcneese that should be a w but they've got eastern michigan they lost to them last year if i remember correctly i think so too and so like you know there there are some games that could be some 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 trap some, games, some trap games for them, mm-hmm. and so I, I worry. I, I don't worry personally, but I worry in the aspect of, you know, if uh, if they're not if they're not performing like they should, I don't know that there's any way that Jaron Howard comes back next year. I just don't know that there can be. Yeah, I I don't see it at all. But it'll be interesting to see there because Michigan being all involved in everything, both basketball and football, but. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah the biggest surprise to me so far is that nebraska six and O record now uh who they have beaten is uh let's go to their to their schedule they've beaten lindwood they've beaten mm-hmm. florida a m <laughs> Ryder, stony brook they beat oregon state and they beat Duque- duquesne duquesne yeah. now they play fullerton cal state fullerton uh mm-hmm. on monday mm-hmm. sunday mm-hmm. then they play number eight creighton that's probably going to be their first loss unless nebraska is just going to shock the world and go undefeated until you know big 10 season kicks off which is ironically their next game is when they kick off their big 10 schedule never know it could happen but uh it'll be it'll be interesting to see um how this big 10 plays out I, i i looking at the schedule and i know i i say that it'd be interesting to see interesting to see it, there's a lot of uncertainty that we're not sure what's going to ha- happen mm-hmm. but the, i i would bet my mortgage on the fact that i think michigan state will be up there right there with purdue yep uh shortly they're like yes. hey hold, hold on we'll be there in a minute you know mm-hmm. i just we we stopped in arizona uh which they fell to arizona but played well so but i mean they played close yeah so there's and and purdue's got them coming up very soon uh Mm -hmm. arizona so that'll be a top three matchup at least if not number one and number two because i've seen some prognostication that they figure uh marquette might move up to number two even though they lost but they beat number one and then lost to number two so uh, that's why they kind of thought maybe marquette would move up but it could be a number one number two matchup purdue and arizona in indianapolis if i remember Ooh. correctly Ooh. so it, I, know it, where, it, I know where sam's going depending on the day i would love to that would be that would be a great i've never seen purdue in a number one number two matchup ever hmm. because Good until night. just three years ago i'd never seen purdue number one and i've only seen him number two once before right so <laughs> but uh yeah it, it uh, illinois I think they'll stay right where they're at and just kind of keep treading water and competing, beating some teams that they shouldn't, and then lose to some teams that they should beat, but they're going to stay right at number three. IU right now is sitting, it's a log jam. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six teams tied it uh, for third at four and one. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna s- shuffle its way out. Rutgers is gonna, you know, shuffle their way out. I'm sure. Penn State is four and one right now. Um, mm-hmm. Northwestern, Minnesota, Minnesota's is not that good. No, they're better, mm-hmm. but they're not that good. No. Uh, so I think you'll have uh, you'll have Wisconsin moving their way up. Uh, you'll have Michigan State definitely moving the, excuse me, their way up. And I anticipate Maryland going right up there with michigan state and getting up in there uh into the top five with uh and fighting illinois for number three uh right now uh, i still have nothing has changed my mind including the three and three start for michigan state that deters me from saying number one is uh number one and number two are purdue and and michigan state probably to me and especially to me in that order yeah. But Illinois and Maryland are the number 3 and 4 team, I just don't know which order. Right.
1: And like and like we said, you know, it with with Big 10 basketball, you never know. Everybody's going to keep it close. Yep. Um, but I do agree. I think Purdue is going to be number 1 cuz they're they're being battle tested right now and then obviously yep. Michigan State's going to be number 2 just because of how battle tested they're going to be. Yep.
0: Well, it's going to be interesting it's, it's such a great weekend because of sports uh you literally can turn the turn the tv on at you know eleven thirty, have a little breather some coffee or whatever and get kicked off at noon and probably watch until about three o'clock in the morning sports <laughs> of some sort um including basketball football uh it's going to be a great weekend mm-hmm. uh, especially when it starts in ad nauseum on friday and runs all the way through monday uh, yep. or Sunday I mean so it'll be interesting to uh see how everything plays out Purdue going to win the Oaken bucket but uh that uh, that that nobody's interested in that except for Purdue fans so, because and, and, of the the uh, records of the teams and and adding of
1: stuff that people probably aren't in as interested in uh we have to say our final goodbye to the Pac-12 unless something happens the final mm-hmm. Pac-12 game is going to happen tomorrow night do we need uh, a moment of silence Unfortunately, the very last game of the Pac-12 history is going to be California at UCLA at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, and that is going to be the quote-unquote end of the Pac-12 unless something crazy happens. Well,
0: they'll have a championship game. That's true. That's true. But we can have a moment of silence. Okay, that's enough. And it's done. Uh (laughs) So, uh, Tony, you're going to fill in for me on this part, uh, since I'm filling in for Dalton in the lead. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and let people know where we can, uh, where they can find us. Sure. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram,
1: and the app formerly known as Twitter called X at big talk. And that is B one G underscore talk. Remember B one G underscore talk. You can also find us on Facebook at big talk again, B one G talk with or without the underscore totally up to you, but not Uh, all, but not all that's true because there's a difference.
0: Yes. A big difference. There is. Yes.
1: Big B1G difference. Uh you can also <laughs> find us every week on uh the All Sports All Plays network which you can get uh through the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and you can also find us later on the Lounge Media Group as well. Anywhere you find
0: podcasts, Tony. That's anywhere. Too. Anywhere. And Spotify, if you Google, us, Apple. If you want to watch us, go to Spotify. Because our video is up. It's amazing what they do for us right <laughs> well that brings us to the end of this week's uh show for big talk uh we we're we're so excited to to have uh, things going forward we're we're looking forward to what's going on uh both football and uh basketball wise for the conference and uh so dalton enjoy your time working in cancun it's a rough assignment but uh, mm-hmm. uh for dalton shetler who is out uh working that's tony hollinsworth who's filled in for dalton i'm sam sprunger from all of us here at big talk happy holidays happy thanksgiving enjoy some time uh with uh friends family anybody that makes you happy you know you go spend that time with them and uh we'll see you later yep <laughs>